The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Last week we had a most enlightening conversation with Louise uh, from Transpride. Uh, we were maybe 20 minutes on the phone to each other and we had a good, I, as I said, very enlightening conversation uh, about very many issues to do with the trans community. And they had a, their their march or their demonstration at the weekend down there by the library and a very big turnout for Trans Pride. A few hundred people, I'm given to understand, which was great for, for a, a community that like would barely come outside the door a few years ago. Now they're there having a fabulous weekend in the city. There was one group there which we wanted to talk to, um, Mammies for Trans Rights. Karen Sugru, some lovely pictures. Morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good. Tell me about Mammies for Trans Rights. New one on me, I have to say. Well, um, first of all, to say a huge thank you to Saoirse and Louise for the, the founders of, of Trans Pride Cork because they put on, as you said, a fantastic event and we had just a wonderful day and Cork was so welcoming and so um, so full of, of life and colour. It was just a great day and it gave us all a great boost. So thank you to everybody involved. Um, so the Mammies um, are a group of, of Mammies, obviously, um, who are and allies who have, uh, a lot of us have trans kids, a lot of us have extended family who are in the trans community, um, friends, colleagues, and we have come together because, for a couple of reasons. First of all, we wanted to form um, a group that would allow us to talk about the experience of young trans people without focusing on anyone's individual um, child and keeping their safety and anonymity, obviously, to the fore. And there's a, lot, a number of reasons for that, um, which I, I'm certain that Louise went into, but the, the rise of violence um, against the trans community yes. and so on. Um, and it's also, we also joined together, um, you know, as a form of peer support. And so there's a, a number of reasons. What we're trying to do this, this Pride Month is we're trying to get to as many prides as we can. Um, so far, we're, we're signed up for five. Um, and we've two done. So, of course, we were in Dublin and then we were with you guys on Saturday, which was amazing. And we've got Limerick, Belfast, and we'll be back to Cork again for your, your Pride at the start of August. So we're having a most wonderful time and people are just being incredible. My obvious question, Karen, mm-hmm. is why did you feel it necessary to set up a group called Mammies for Trans Rights? I suppose we, I mean, there's there, obviously there's the fear. So there's a huge, you know, uh, every parent of a teenager is terrified all the time. <laughs> I think any parent would say yeah. that. Anytime they're, Been there, they're, done they're, that, thankfully yeah. out of it now. <laughs> so you know exactly. So, you know, but, but we, I guess we have this, the added layer of terror as, as a par- any parent with an LGBTQI kid or family member have at the moment, particularly because of the rise of violence and hatred. You know, we're talking about 75% of the community have been verbally abused. One in five are hit or physically attacked in public and when you're sending your kid out potentially um, to experience that, it's it's a terrifying experience and a lot of us haven't wanted to speak about this because we we didn't want to bring more attention onto anybody's individual kid and that's why we've we've come together and every single time we, we march we get an absolute tidal wave of parents contacting us afterwards and it's so heartening and we, we actually were in Belfast um, marching in the spring 
and we met some of the Northern Irish mammies. So actually we have several hundred mammies from between North and South in the group and we're giving each other huge support and and also we're very aware that when other parents see us, they feel reassured. So some parents mightn't be yet in the place where they want to even reach out to us, but they see us and they feel reassured. And we get a huge response from, from kids. And this is the bit now, and I'm sure my, my voice will break when I say this, but we get a huge response from kids who come up to us and um, who very often just want to hug us. Uh, because of the fact that um, they might not get the support they're looking for at home. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, so it's, it's and it, it upsets us all, and very often you'll see us walking, marching, and, and we're in tears, and very often it's because a kid has come up to us and said thank you, and they've asked us for a hug, and we've given them a hug. And because I they won't get one at home. Because they won't get one at home, and I suppose as a parent, but I'm a psychotherapist as well, and one of the things that I, I think that we need to do is have a very gentle conversation about parenting, and what we're aiming to do as parents, and what we're really, and I mean parents in the broader sense of uh, society, what are we doing as, we're the adults in charge right now, PJ, and what are we saying to our kids that makes them so upset? that they feel reassured that all they, you know, if they see one of us wearing a T-shirt, it makes them cry. And that's why we've invoked the, the, the mammy, uh, the idea of the mammy, because the, the, as we all know, the Irish mammy is fiercely protective of her kids. And we want to send that message out that we are fiercely protective of all of our kids. And we also kind of want to start this conversation about what parenting should be. Because what parenting should be is to create a safe, for our kids to be as they are and to love them and feel lucky to have them in our lives as they are. The one message you always try to give your children and I know I got it from my parents um, the one message you always try to give your children from from the moment they're old enough to understand there is nothing you can't bring home here. Nothing. That is exactly it. Absolutely nothing. Now you can understand I suppose why Karen, if a teenager is, and I, I'm going to use a term, and tell me, I've, I've read this term and I've, 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 I've come across some of the explanations as to why people use it, and you as a psychotherapist, we maybe have an insight into it. I've read the term transcurious, where kids may be 13, 14, 15, they're not exactly sure, but mm. they're giving it a go. And, 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 and mummies and daddies have to be okay with that. I, I suppose one of the biggest things is that we have to realize, as, again, as, as the adults in charge of the world right now, every single generation of, of uh, coming up behind have challenged society as they saw it. That's their job. So right now, the area of challenge um, is, is around gender. And of course it is, because there's nothing more restrictive than gender norms and gender stereotypes. Nothing more... Um, difficult to manage in the world right now. So they're, we're being challenged as we should. That is their job. They are doing exactly what they should be. The problem is with us, the adults. We're not doing what we should be. And what we should be doing is sitting and listening and as in psychotherapy we're always told meet them where they're at. And we have to meet our kids where they're at. And they are asking really, really important questions. Questions that currently we have no answer for as adults. And what we're doing instead of sitting with that fear of having no answer, we are pushing it back on them. We are being aggressive and violent. And and this is a really terrifying time 
to be a parent. It's a terrifying time to be a young person, but it's a really difficult time just to be in the world. And we don't give enough space to what has happened in COVID and post-COVID. People are angry and hurt and afraid, and no space and time has been given to that. Mm. And it's as it always has, it is manifesting in hatred and punching down to vulnerable groups. It's not punching up to government where it should be. We're identifying vulnerable groups and we're, we're punching down. So I suppose the mammies really just want to say to, to everybody, you know, our job is just to accept our kids as they are. We don't have to think about it bigger than that. Yeah. Um, and if we have a problem with that, then, then it's our problem, um, not their problem. And I'm sure you'll, you'll agree as a parent, I, I don't know what age your kids are, but you'll agree as a parent that your relationship with them changes. Absolutely. And, and I, I, I always recall my, my daughter here. Like when my daughter, my daughter's 25 and she's my best pal. Oh, and, we, and we go for points together and we go to matches oh, that's together. Amazing. That's right? the dream. Yeah. But, but when she was 15, we could yeah. barely stay in the same house. And, and, and again, that, that's exactly, that's parenting done right because you should never be friends with your child. Mm. You can be friends with your adult child, of course. Yeah. But when they're children, we can't be their friends. That's not that's not the gig. Mm. Uh, but, the gig but still, she could bring parents. anything home if she needed to. Oh, because you were the adult, because she knew she had a safe place to come in you, and that's how you develop a, a, a really good friendship with them as adults. But what we're not doing, a lot of us, is we're not able to create safe spaces for our kids because we're not able to do it for ourselves. Everything starts with ourselves. And this discomfort that we have with around gender and sexuality, that's our discomfort, not their discomfort. They, mm. they, this is, they don't even think about this um, between themselves and with each other. They're, but, but we do. And because we, we do, because we all grew up in a homophobic, um, deeply oppressive society, of course. As, as the brilliant Fanti Bliss said, um, we're all a little homophobic. And people who are only a little homophobic are the ones that are doing very well. And we have to acknowledge that. We all are carry a little homophobia because of the society in which we grow well, up. Well, I, I, I suggest you're probably a little bit younger than me, Karen. Um, I'm old enough to remember the time very clearly. The time, because I was in my, in my late 20s at the time. The time when it no longer it was no longer a crime to be gay, yeah. and I can remember at that point people that I worked with every day and counted as my friends were no longer criminals just for being yeah. there. So I remember what that was like. Yeah, and and actually, I, I was twenty. That was nineteen ninety three, and I was twenty, and I was in college in Cork at the time. So I remember it very, very well. And I think that we don't give enough space to to realise how far Ireland has come in a very, very short period of time. Um, so everybody, every one of us, which is the adults in the world right now, who grew up at that time, grew up in a society in which it was a criminal offence to be gay, and and. And we, we have, we're still holding that. And I think that a lot of people after the, the 2015 marriage equality referendum felt, oh, she look, we've sorted now. And we don't have it sorted. And again, as a psychotherapist, I would say one thing that concerns us greatly is the level of suicide, suicidal ideation and self-harm yeah. among the LGBTQI community. And that is because of homophobia. It's because of violence. It's because of hate speech. It's because of lack of safety and acceptance at home. So one of the things we have to do, we just have to validate them and say, kids just want to be told they're okay that's why they come to us for hugs they see the word mammy they cry because we're telling them 
you're okay. You're absolutely fabulous. And that's all we need to do. I think you're brilliant. I think you're brilliant too. <laughs> I think you're absolutely fantastic. <laughs> it's lovely to talk to you. And you too. Thanks so much for having me on. Cheers. Karen Sugru from the Mammies for Trans Rights. That's, you know what that's done? That's brightened up my Monday talking to Karen. Corks 96 FM. The Opinion Line on Corks 96 FM.